Well, I'll give the Diamondbacks third place and the Giants not far behind in fourth. The Diamondbacks are the worst team in baseball and the Giants are the best team in baseball right now. Connor, your response. Welcome to episode 25 of Clubhouse Convos. Uh, I'm joined this morning by Evan. How are you today, buddy? I'm good, Colin. How are you? Oh, I'm just dandy. And Newman, just the original three today. How are you today, pal? I'm good. Quarter of a way to 100. Quarter of a way stuff. to 100. Good weekend wow. this weekend, boys. Sunday morning as we record. Work all weekend. Up, up at 5.30 every day. Sounds just lovely, Evan. Yeah. Not Newman, fun. how about you? Anything fun this weekend? No, nothing fun this weekend. It's been hot, though. It's been you hot as balls. Screwed at work. I golfed yesterday morning, um, and it was, it, it was uncomfortable to just golf, and I wasn't even doing much physical activity. What time? Uh, we, we teed off at 9. Mm, it's not bad. Yeah. Although 9 is about the time I've found where, where it, it starts, starts, starts to, to really get hot. Yeah. 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 Nine. We go from like nine to one thirty, and that's like peak heat. Yeah. So it was uncomfortable, but oh well. All right. Shall we get into the pod? Sure. All right. Yes, so we're going full MLB pod today. Uh, first, we're going to have some season award and predictions review. So if you remember back all the way, what's it like episode four? Uh, we had Jason Ward on, and no, it was episode six because we had six. Evan Burke on too. Yeah, um, no, we I think we had them seven. Six was the one with Randorf in our award predictions. Gotcha. Okay, so seven would be the MLB season predictions. We did that with Jason Ward, uh, so we're going to be reviewing our hot and cold takes from that. Should be interesting. Evan's the only one who's heard them. Uh, he went back and re-listened, so. We'll see how that goes for Newman and I. And then we're going to be doing a player draft based on the five <laughs> tools. Uh, so speed, throwing, fielding, contact, power. We're each going to be picking a player to represent that attribute for us and, and try and build the best player possible. Um, we'll get a little bit more into the rules when we get around to that. But Ev, I'll throw it over to you for some season review. All right, so when I listened back to these two podcasts, heard mostly, you know, we had some good things. I think we kind of knew who the good teams were, but it was so funny listening to some of these bad takes and, and looking back on them now. We said it back then. We're like, oh, we got to do this mid-year. We're a little past mid-year, but we're doing it anyway, and I think you guys are going to laugh a lot. I think I'm going to laugh a lot. Just across the board, it's going to be a ton of fun. So uh, we can start with Colin. Uh, we're going to start cold right. takes with our season predictions. And, you know, we were going to have Jason on for this episode because he also had some very cold takes. Um, but we'll we'll bring those up to him when we have him on next. Colin, you agreed with something that he said. You said, quote, I agree with that. This was your <laughs> response 
when Jason claimed that Franchi Cordero would hit double the amount of home runs Andrew Benintendi would. So far this season, about 110, 120 games in, Franchi Cordero has one home run and Andrew Benintendi has 11. Well, look, I get that's a cold take. But at the time, Cordero was lined up to be playing like almost every day. And that obviously has not been the case. He spent most of the year in the minors because he struggled heavily at the beginning of the year. Um, I'll acknowledge bad take. But Benintendi was coming off a terrible year. Cordero, big power guy. That's why we went and got him. So I feel like that is not a horrendous take at the time. It definitely is now, but. It's a, it's a horrendous take now. I agree with you, but I think Connor and I, the reason we didn't hop on that one was because we didn't know what Cordero's playing time was going to look like. Yeah. Right, Connor? Which is say? No, yeah. And, like, especially we didn't think Kike would be as good as he's been. He's been kind of our mainstay center fielder, so Franchi's not getting a lot of playing time anyway. Same with Renfro. He's been a stud. Yeah. 22 yeah. homers for Renfro. Yeah, 100%. I think with him, too, like you said, Connor, didn't really know what Hunter Renfro was going to do for us. He's been nothing short of great. Uh, Getting into our next one, Connor, uh, you knew this one was coming. You said, quote, I think the West is a three-team race for me, but I have the Angels getting over the hump and winning the West. The Angels are in fourth place right now. And I wasn't sure if I was going to put this on because Mike Trout has been hurt for most of the year. So I think I'm not going to be too hard on you for this one. You have one that's far worse, but (laughs) the angels, you were high on their pitching. You said that they had done a lot to address it. I mean, their opening day starter, Dylan Bundy got demoted to the bullpen. Any thoughts on the angels? What's been wrong for them so far? I mean, I mean, they're over 500 if I'm not mistaken. So like, they're not bad. Obviously. Bundy is back in the rotation. He's actually been pretty decent. Um, but I like obviously they're not gonna make any waves this year, but I like their chances next year. Jared Walsh kind of came into his own. Patrick Sandoval's been a stud. What's up, Scully? Uh they are 58 and 60. So two games above uh, below 500, 13 games back of the first place Astros. Okay. Well, yeah. But anyway, the, the bullpen has been mediocre outside of Iglesias, who's been a absolute stud but I, I like i said i like the future adele has been pretty good walsh um and obviously have otani and trout when they come back oh he comes back yeah i think we got to see this team fully healthy with rendon and trout back i 100 agree and and i think they know they need to do something about the pitching they've been rumored about max scherzer this offseason going to be competing right up with the dodgers which i think is a great move they have the money and you should spend the money to get another starter i think we all Agree on that. And like you said, Iglesias has been good, Colin. Uh, I, th- I think I'm going to come out and predict Scherzer to the Angels. Um, I feel like at this point in his career, he's maybe looking at trying to go to a team more ready to win. But think about it. Old buddies with Rendon. Who doesn't want to play with Mike Trout? Shohei Otani's the face of baseball right now. Like, that Angels lineup's really good. Like, Newman, you just pointed out seven guys between Trout, Otani, Walsh, Adele, Rendon, and who am I missing? Well, they got Stassi, a catcher. He's had a good Stassi year. Stassi and Mayfield's um, been pretty good. Who? Yep. Jack Mayfield. Yes. So that's like seven guys right there. That's a formidable lineup. 
You add Scherzer with Otani, maybe another pitcher in there. Bundy can bounce back, plus Iglesias in the bullpen. There are only a few improvements on the pitching side away from things, I think. Mm. No, I totally agree. The problem is it's a pretty good division, and that leads us into our next remark. And this one from Colin once again. When asked whether or not he thought the Astros would hit the over or under 87 and a half wins, Colin, you said, quote, I'll take the under. I I think they are done, end quote. You said you thought the Astros were done. They've been the best offense in baseball this year. Your response? Uh, That's a bad take. That's all I got. That's a bad take. (laughs) Um, Um, Look, they've been... What do you think they've done well? What what do you think they've done well? Obviously, Bregman's been hurt. I mean, no Verlander. You know, the loss of Springer and Altuve and Bregman had down years. Correa's got some contract issues going on. It just felt like maybe they weren't going to have a great year this year. Um, In my opinion, Springer was kind of super important, way more important than people thought to that offense. Uh, Hitting leadoff for them, he was phenomenal in Houston he's been red hot since the all-star break for Toronto um but yeah I mean Altuve's having an amazing year the pitching has been really really good I have McCullers in fantasy uh he's been dominant uh Newman I know you have Presley I don't know what he's done but he was good for me when I had him um who they didn't they just bring in a bullpen guy too oh yeah Graveman um yeah I mean Alvarez has been good. Brantley's hitting like 320. Yuli Gurriel has been super underrated. He's hitting like 325. Uh, they just hit and, and they hit all the time. They're a really fucking good offense. Even like fucking Miles Straw it hits like 250 and it's got 20 stolen bases. So like everybody plays a role on that offense um, and they do it really well. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and I, the rest of you also said under 87 and a half. I had them winning the division. I mean, I had plenty of bad takes, but I thought the Astros were going to be good. I thought that lineup was great. And Kyle Tucker has been phenomenal as well. So really I got good a question team there in Houston. Go Are for it. you going to read any of your own cold takes? Yes, I have one next. And then I also have a couple other bad ones. I'm not, I'm not doing this all just to rag on you guys. <laughs> Cause I had, I had some bad ones. Um, Mine is one of my next ones is right now. Um, when we were talking about the Atlanta Braves, I'm not sure if I had just a complete brain fart. Um, but I said, quote, with Atlanta, you never really know. And then Colin corrects me and says, quote, what do you mean you never really know? They've been in the heart of it the last three years. One win away from a World Series last year. And I said, you never really know with Atlanta. And then obviously I think they were in the NLCS as well. I thought that was bad. I did not respect the Braves. Um, They've turned it around. I mean, Ozzy Albies, Colin shouted him out in his um, award or or whatever, all-star team. I think you had him as starting. Been phenomenal in the second half. Dan Swanson's been on a tear. Um, Who else? Jorge Soler showed up. He's playing big time there. You know, Charlie Morton's still giving them six innings, at least two runs every time. Like, he's been really good. And the team's just figuring it out. They're playing really well. And in the bullpen was a huge problem at the first half of the season. It's been much better lately. So, you know, I was so I was very wrong about the Braves in some aspects. 
And who knows? They might not make the playoffs, but right now they've got a ton of momentum, even without Acuna playing. Um, Colin, what are your thoughts on the Braves right now? Uh, I, so we were talking about this in the group chat, and I couldn't remember if I had finally given up my Braves winning the division prediction. Um, I think I may have. I think I may have caved and said the Mets when they were hot, and now they're ice cold. Uh, Braves look like the better bet at this point. Um but, I mean, besides that, I've been very high on the Braves. I thought they were a really good team. Uh, they haven't gotten Soroka this year, and they won't. Um, guys like Freed have stepped up. Ian Anderson's having a great year. Um, this is a team that's missing, in my opinion, their best starting pitcher and their obviously best fielder in Acuna. And they're really getting it done. Guys are stepping up. Swanson has got 21 homers this year. I went and looked at his fantasy the other day. Um, cause he was a free agent in our league until like June, I think he was really, really cold. And I was shocked to see he had 21 homers, 62 RBI, and he's hitting like 270. I mean, he's having a great year. Um, obviously, as I pointed out earlier, Albie's having a great year. Evan said Solaire was his favorite deal. That's really paid off. Um, they brought back Duvall, who's got what, 25, 26 homers. Um, so they just did a lot of good things at the deadline that were kind of overlooked by everyone around the league because they weren't necessarily flashy. Uh, but I think they were really good moves. And uh, in my opinion, it's between them and the Phillies. Yeah, I agree. I, I would agree. Sorry, that race is wide open now. Now for perhaps what I think is the worst take that I heard and oh I think Connor completely forgets that he said this. Colin will probably burst out laughing. No, I know what's coming. Is it about you the do. Giants? Yep. Here we yep. go. <laughs> Connor, quote, I'll give the Diamondbacks third place and the Giants not far behind in fourth. The Diamondbacks are the worst team in baseball and the Giants are the best team in baseball right now. Connor, your response. I mean, to be fair, the uh, that kid threw a no-hitter last night for the Diamondbacks. <laughs> Dude, dude, I saw a Bleacher Report. I was reading articles. So I was eating breakfast, and it was like Tyler Gilbert joins Elite Company, and Elite was in all caps. And it's like, yeah, it's obviously Elite to throw. It's not even Elite. It's fucking just lucky and cool that you threw a new hit, no hitter in your first start. And it's like three guys I've never heard of. Two of them from the 1800s. I'm like Bleacher Report. You <laughs> fucking stink, dude. Elite Company, my ass, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, he only struck out five, too, so it's yeah. not like nah, he in the Padres. Three. The Padres stink. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm shocked that they're the team getting no hit. I have a cold take with the Padres. We'll get to that later. Uh, uh, hold on. Um, I don't think Newman gets off the hook this easy. No, no, we're good. No, I guess, Colin, it, Colin, you got a question for Connor? Yeah, Newman, how have the Giants got it done? Like, what, what – what has shocked you that you didn't see coming in this? Oh, I mean, I mean, we've talked, we've touched on the Giants quite a bit this year, and I, I guess going into the season, I didn't think that like they'd get average play from their entire lineup. I thought it would just be a couple guys. You know, Gosman's been otherworldly this year, although he's kind of settled down. A he's little cooled bit. off I know, lately. I don't know how your guarantee's holding up right now. It, with his- it's shaky, but I think I might get at least portions of it. Yeah, so he's been good. And that whole lineup's been super solid. Posey and Longoria have had, like, a veteran resurgence out of nowhere. So, I mean, clearly the team to beat in the NL right now. It's kind of crazy. 
Yeah, they keep winning. They're a great home team. And I think it says a lot. They get Posey back, and now their whole staff seems to be great. He calls such a great game. And I think that's so important. We see with the Red Sox, Christian Vasquez does not typically call great games of late. I think that's been a critique I've seen online. Ask for fastball. They give fastball again. I've seen the there was something about change-ups yesterday with Hayes and Mancini hitting homers. Like, I think that's a huge part of it, and I think the Giants are benefiting a lot from having their team captain back. I think that's that's huge that you brought that up. And even guys like Crawford, Belt have been great. Lamont Wade's come out of nowhere. So just yeah. it's just been a great success story for them. Uh, also, I think Gabe Kapler deserves a ton of recognition. Uh, many guys around the league probably figured he was going to flop in San Francisco. Obviously, was not successful in Philly with a – in I think we'd all agree a far more talented roster um, than the Giants this year, but he's been phenomenal. The bullpen's been great this year for them, and he seems to just play the right guys in the field. Like, who would have thought Lamonte Wade? What's he got? Like fifteen homers? Yeah, never yeah. heard of the guy. <laughs> yep, and then a couple more notable ones. Um, we all had the twin were so high on the twins they've been a complete disaster um i had the st louis cardinals as the third best team in the nl mike schilt manager of the year they've been such a letdown uh been dead wrong with the cardinals which is surprising i think we'll get into them a little bit later um i don't know i I just don't really know what's going on with the cardinals i i've been waiting for them to turn the corner they just they really haven't yet last uh quote here i have colin this is on you quote i i think you're overestimating brandon woodruff and i don't even know his first name burns would you like to pay some respect to corbin burns now (laughs) yeah oh fuck i forgot i said this um i have corbin burns on my fantasy team he's fucking beast uh just joined aaron nola and sandy koufax (laughs) as the only two pitchers to ever strike out 10 batters in a row um yeah that that might be my coldest yet um Woodruff probably going to win the Cy Young, if not Burns. Um, they've both been phenomenal. And Milwaukee's got a great duo. I was down on Milwaukee. I know I've recently jumped on their train here. Um, and I'm full steam ahead with Milwaukee. But yep. I was hard on them. Uh, definitely not my best look. Yeah. Now, let's get the cold takes out of the way. Let's jump over to the award predictions. I only have two. One from me, one from Colin. Uh, Colin, yours isn't really a cold take. Like it's it's completely correct in what you're saying. I just I heard it on the podcast when I listened. I just cracked the fuck up. Co- quote: My rookie of the year is also Randy Aruziona. <laughs> a Rosa Rain. I, I wrote Aruziona. Yeah, I just heard like it Aruzioni, on the, on the pod. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I heard it. Oh, I fucking died. Uh, That's so funny. funny. Hey, good, good take, though. <laughs> great take. It was a good take. We all had a Rosarania. Uh, so great job, guys. We also all had Shane Bieber. He really struggled before he got uh, shut down for a while. Uh, DeGrom, obviously, we all had him shut down. We'll get into some winner. And then the last cold take, my coldest take, quote, you know who my sleeper MVP was this year? Will Myers. I fucking love Will Myers. This dude might be one of the most underrated players in the fucking game. He's been an absolute disaster this year. 
I don't I don't have his stats in front of me. Let me pull them up though. Uh, just dead wrong on the Will Myers take. I don't even think I think he's losing playing time with the Padres right now. Hitting two fifty six um, with thirteen bombs. That is nothing even the worse in the world. Forty runs, yeah, forty nine RBI. But he's ranked in fantasy two seventy one. Like the dude's been no. nothing special. I would have dropped at him all. Right now. Hosmer's ranked higher, two seventy six, ten homer, fifty four RBI. Yeah. So that was a bad take. I I thought he was well. He was my sleeper MVP. I was gonna do something special. But I think Cronenworth, clearly that is uh, Cronenworth is probably taking away some of his time too. Yeah, he's got to be in the lineup. You yeah. gotta play him. Yeah, so those are all the cold takes. I think it's good to get those out of the way. Any any last thoughts? I, I think Newman saying the D-backs would be better than the Giants. Colin uh, Cor- didn't even know who Corbin Burns was. And then me with the Will Myers bullshit. Um, I think those were all our coldest takes. Not that bad, though. I no, think not that bad. Could have been worse. There could have been we more. We were all wrong mm. on the Twins, but I think that's that's a surprise to most people. Them this Everybody year. was. Everybody yeah. was. All right, let's get into some hot takes. We love hot takes. Um, you know, we just save the clips for for shit like this, and we we say these quotes back, and and I think it, it's awesome to hear. I have one for each of us with um, the season predictions, and then also hot takes for the award predictions as well. All right, starting with the season predictions, we'll start with Colin. Yeah. Quote, I think Jose Ramirez is fantastic. I think he's going to have a borderline MVP year. And I get the team that he's on hasn't been good, but he has been, I believe he's ranked 24 in Yahoo. He's got like 20 bombs, 15 steals, 70 Newman runs. Right, Newman? He's I just been he's phenomenal. Great. He's been great. And, and I remember when you said that, I was like, no, I don't think that'll happen. Um, what would you like to say about Jose? Um, first of all, Jose's a stud. Um, I love the guy. Played great this year. And I also think you guys were all down on the Indians, but I said no. I think it'll be yep. closer than you think. It's not obviously not going to be close, and we'll get into that a little later. Um, but Jose's having a great year, and uh, I'm happy I said that out loud. Yeah, good take. Um, next up, we'll go with me. Quote, Brewers are top four in the NL. I mean, who is a better one-two punch? Woodruff and then Burns. I think that's a really good one-two punch. Obviously, each of them a top 20 fantasy player this year. Both of them ERAs sub two and a half. Whips sub one. Uh, probably my best take. They've just been off the charts good, both of them. Um, and as have the Brewers. So I think that was a probably my, my best take. It's a good take, Ev. Good take. I definitely was on that take with you, though. You were very high on the Brewers as well with me. And now we'll get to you, Connor. This one's really good, and and I, I, I didn't think much of it, but when I heard it, I was like, damn, this is really good. Quote, I don't even think Kershaw is the ace on that team. Like, I know opening day you got to have your fan favorite, but, like, give Walker Bueller the ball. That guy was sensational. Kershaw is not the ace on that team. Uh, Walker Bueller – Besides Jacob DeGrom's probably been the best pitcher in the National League this year. He's got 12 wins, you know, almost 180 strikeouts, ranked six in Yahoo Fantasy. Had another great start last night, struck out 10, seven innings, one run ball. Talk to me about Walker Bueller. 
Well, I love Walker Buehler. Um, he's a Vander, Vanderbilt uh, alum who's my team of choice. Um, going, I mean, obviously last year in the playoffs, yes, it was last year in the playoffs, the year they won. He was fucking unbelievable. I think going back to last year and starting this year, it won like 18 straight. I mean, obviously Kershaw has had his struggles. He's had his, his prime. I think he's well past his prime at this point. Uh, I think it's time for guys like Bueller and Julio Urias, all those guys to kind of Urias has been so good. Yeah, take the torch from uh, Kershaw. I mean, Bowers is kind of a, a lost cause at this point. So yep. Bueller certainly picking up the slack there. Uh, just an unbelievable talent. Well, uh, I will say this about Kershaw. I mean, he's currently on the 60-day injury list, not due back until the beginning of September. Um, scheduled to throw tomorrow. Um, but this year, 106 and a third innings, nine wins, 127K, 3.39 ERA, 0.98 whip. Those are still really good numbers. But I agree. They are. Not the ace anymore. No. And, no. and you said that after opening day when the guy hadn't even started yet this year. So props to you. I thought that was one of your best takes. Yeah. Getting into our award predictions. Oh, so real quick, quick uh, question for you guys. NL Cy Young. Is it Bueller, Zach Wheeler, or Brandon Woodruff, or even Corbin Burns now? I'm on the Zach Wheeler hype train, dude. That guy's insane. Uh, I have to look at the numbers real quick. Zach Wheeler did give up four runs in his last start to the Reds. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just little games where it, it might cost you. But yeah, his start against the Mets was unbelievable. I'm gonna get. Like I'm gonna say Zach Wheeler. Um, Bueller's numbers are slightly, slightly better. Wheeler more strikeouts. Um, I think a, a better WHIP. Maybe I'm not sure. Nine four no. So uh, Bueller with a better ERA and WHIP by not by much. I mean less than 0.5 on each. Um, and the whip is Wheeler 0.99, Bueller 0.94. So really close. Um, but I think Wheeler has been more important to that team. Like the Dodgers are so good that they would get by without Bueller. They may not be obviously as good as they are 12 wins from him. That's a lot, but they could find that elsewhere. Um, and really in my opinion, Wheeler and Harper are like the only reasons Philly's really making a push right now. They're both playing out of their minds. Um, so I'd have to give it to Wheeler, but all four have been exceptional. Yeah. I think you could make a case for every single one of those guys. It's it's going to be a tight race, um, as it will in the AL. That reminds uh, me of the, um, the year it was Porcello, Verlander, and then there was one other really good third guy. I still can't believe Porcello won a Cy Young. I mean, he was so good that year. Yeah. It just feels like that, like so long ago. I know, right? Yeah, it was so long ago. Trying to find it. Um, Yeah, I know. I want to know what the other guy was. That's winners. I can't find the. um... It just says him and Verlander. Yeah. Maybe it was two. I it might have been two. Oh, it was uh, it was Scherzer. It was Scherzer. Scherzer. Oh. Were they both on Detroit at the time? Or no? Um, I don't know. I wonder. Uh, he that uh, he had no. I think Verlander was in Houston. Scherzer was in Detroit. 
Oh, maybe. I think it was 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Because there's no there's no way Scherzer could have been in the AL. Like he was only he only played for the Tigers in the AL. Right. Right. I didn't even think of that. Yep. Now we'll get. Oh, go ahead, Connor. You you good? No, I I read it wrong. Scherzer was in the NL. He won the Cy Young that year. Uh, I think it was between the two of them. I really do. Yeah, it was a no, two-man race. I don't. They can't. It was really close, them. anyways. But yeah. Um. So now we'll get into our hot takes for our award predictions. Where, um, we're gonna start with Colin, and I know he's hurt now, but I think it's worth bringing up because I think it's still a really good take. Um. When asked about your sleeper Cy Young, you said, "Quote: I'm going with Tyler Glass now." First year getting to be the Rays' number one bona fide ace. He's just a workhorse, and I think he's really going to propel the Rays. Uh, obviously, was lights out before he got hurt. Sucks, Tommy John. Probably not back till 2023. But you were high on glass now. Why were you high on glass now? What, what stood out to you? His stuff is just filthy. Uh, he throws 101 miles an hour, and then he can drop in a curve at, at 83 that moves the whole width of the plate. I mean, the guy's got – unbelievable stuff the strikeout numbers are always huge for him and I don't know I was I know I was lower on the Rays but they just are a team that seems to get it done for their starters um they always have great pitching somehow between guys who I like not really big names at all um but they get it done the offense scores runs they're they play small ball but they do it right and I don't know. I liked Glassnow a lot this year. I think he definitely would be in the conversation had he not gotten hurt. A hundred percent. I, you know, wish him a recovery. I know the surgery went well. Uh, just sucks for, for the Rays, though. Just to see your young ace go down like that, just, you know, imagine that was the Red Sox and Tyler Glassnow was on the Sox. We'd be so pumped. Yeah, um, well, we saw that in Chris Sale a couple of years Chris ago. Chris Sale. already went yeah. through it. And but the thing with Sale is he's older, and and we also had other I feel like more notable pitchers at the yeah. time when Sale yeah. was was gone down. Like we had just won the World Series, so I don't think yeah. we were we were anything depressed. I agree, but um, the the Rays were one game away from winning the World Series last year. That went seven, didn't it? Oh, uh, I didn't think it went seven. I, I thought went, I thought, the I thought it was seven. pretty. I Maybe was six. six. Might have been six. Okay. Still, I had two games away. Yeah. Yeah. That makes the, the loss even hurt even more, considering how well they've played this year. That's true. Um, staying with the sleeper Cy Young talk, uh, that would be mine. Uh, quote my uh, when asked about AL sleeper, I said my sleeper is Lance Lynn, who's now with the White Sox. I like this guy a lot. Um, all sports news just recently released their top threes for each. Uh, Lance Lynn was ranked as the number one Cy Young. Uh, I believe his ERA is around two. Carlos Rodones struggled a little bit. He's gotten hurt now. Kind of takes him out. Garrett Cole still pitching well, but now he got COVID and now he's out for a little while. So the race has really opened up for my sleeper. And if Lance Lynn wins it, I'm going to be so happy because, you know, I went a little off the board with that one. Um, but just what Lance Lynn's been able to do this year, no one can touch him. Just had a great start against the Cubs. Uh, he's just 
he gives that team energy and just that whole staff has with, you know, Giolito, Cease. I mean, that's how the White Sox are where they are. Um, and then also um, my sleeper in the NL was uh, Brandon Woodruff. I said, really talented pitcher. I think he'll be a stud this year. Uh, so I feel like I hit my sleepers pretty good there for Cy Young. Yeah, <laughs> certainly. Um, moving on last one here with Connor. Um, we'll just go with his MVP selection in the national league. It's the guy who's probably right now, I would say is the favorite to win. I uh, said, quote for my MVP, I'm going with my first round selection of the clubhouse conference Fantasy league draft. The one Fernando Tatis jr. Of the Padres. Uh, you can talk about Fernando. You probably know what he's been doing better than i can uh, tell you right now what he's doing is he's rotting on my bench on the il but <laughs> when he's healthy i mean i was this close to trading him to you he was so bad to start the year yeah. and he's kind of coming to his own i think he's had almost 20 steals just hits bombs every time definitely i mean a huge shout out too to the other guy on my fantasy team bryce harper who's really making a case for mvp down the stretch that guy's unbelievable but i think tatis if he's able to come back and keep producing whether they put him in the outfield or not I think he's kind of a lock at this point with Acuna out for the oh. year. Yeah, I think you Colin, also you had Acuna. I did, yeah. Uh, I think you got a shout out Trey Turner as well. Been Definitely. fantastic. Yes, he has. Steals a shit ton of bases. I'd put that's him sl- in my conversation for sure. That slide he had was really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Plays great defense so too. Smooth. Now playing, what's he playing? Second for the Dodgers. Yeah, he plays second. Feel bad for Gavin Lux. Lost the job. Mm. I thought Trey Turner said, too, before he got traded, that he only wanted to play shortstop. No, I don't think so. Oh. Anyway, I feel like it changes when you, you get to a team like the Dodgers. Well, yeah, like, I'll yeah, do whatever the fuck you tell me. Yeah. Because they got Seager back, and, and who's playing third for the Dodgers? Turner. Turner. And then... Turner. How about first. Cody Bellinger, though, guys? Stinky. He's Had to drop him. Oh, my. How to drop him. I mean, how can Bellinger hit eighth in the order? <laughs> I mean, I get on the year he's had, but if you told me that last year, I'd be like, you're fucking high. Yeah. They're fine, though. With the, the surgeons of yeah. Chris Taylor and Pollock this year, they're totally fine. No, Bellinger in his last two fantastic. weeks, 278, four homers. Oh, pick him of, back up. Of, no, he's already added. Of course, when I drop him, right, that's when he gets going. But – that's so disappointing. When did you take him? Um, second round, I think. Jesus, dude. I know. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know who my yeah. second round pick was, but I'm pretty sure he's still on my fucking team. I know it's Jose. I love Jose. I I, I probably should have traded him. I took Acuna. And then who yeah. did I take? Yeah, you can check it uh, within the app. Oh, um, but it, I mean. We remember we were on the train headed to Boston and we were looking at it that one time. Do you remember? Oh, I took. Oh, he's not on my team. Aaron Nola. He's on Newman's team. Or no, Evans I don't team. have him. Who was it? I didn't hear you. Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola. Oh, he's on my team. Yeah, oh my god! I have a, should we expose our cold takes in the fantasy draft? He's yeah, might as well, right? I took Devin Williams fourth round. Oh, why? God. He's not a closer. I, what I don't know. He's been bad. No, he's on my team. He hasn't given up a run in two months. 
Oh, well, I dropped him, and then all of a sudden he gets so hot for two months. Fuck. Uh, I took any other balanced. I mean, Lord Ace Guriel probably hasn't lived up to the seventh round. Um, Travis Diarno obviously out for the year. Oh, I <laughs> have him I have on my team. Picks. I have a, I've really turned this team around. I have some bad picks. Cabrian Hayes in the tenth round. I had to drop him. Mm-hmm. Um, I drafted Nick Anderson, the Rays reliever. I don't know if he's even pitched this year. Nope, no. hasn't pitched yet. Yeah, he was hurt. I knew that. Um, that's as far as I can see. It only shows the first 12 or 11 picks. Yeah, Newman, you, you see yours? How do I uh, check this? Draft? You go to league and then draft. Um, have you got any? Oh, I got – well, yeah, I got a few. I have – I mean, every pretty much every guy is still on my team, like, with the exception of Corbin Burns, so I took in the seventh. I no, that's thinking. really – Really good value in that That's seventh steep. round. Wow. I mean, my first six picks were Tatis, Ramirez, Harper, Flaherty, Kyle Tucker, and Castillo. And I'm kind of happy with that. Castillo are... at the beginning of the year, no, but now, yes. Yeah, oh, that's now all been successful. Star. I mean, to, to me, that Newman, that's probably why you're in first place is you've had those guys all yeah. year. Yeah. Like, mine aren't really bad. Like, it's not – obviously, DeGrom, Trey Turner – both were hits, and I and then I got Otani batter for Degrom. That's worked out with Whit Merrifield, and then Bellinger third, Giolito four, Marte five, Woodruff six, Rosarena seven. Thanks for Marte and a Rosarena. Fuck you, <laughs> uh, Karen Shack, Conforto, Myers, and Granky. Oh. Uh, Bellinger was a complete failure. Conforto, imagine who failure. I could have gotten that round. Karen checks he's not closing. Yep, yep. So Jeez, dude, you there. like had a decent squad, and then you gave them to me for fucking what, Michael Pineda and yeah. My worst trades were trading a Rosarena for Wood, who, who's fallen off. Who's back on my I team, by the way? Have... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, and then obviously Marte should not have traded him. What an absolute stud! And I talked so highly about Starling Marte, and then I got to trade him like an idiot. And then Will Smith, what a failure that was too. Just, well, I have him, thank you. Uh, yeah, because um, I just I lose the league on my own. It's not even me. Quick shoutouts here. I'll shout out Will Smith, two sixty two, yep. seventeen homers this year. In my opinion, best catcher probably. Um, Ugh, what hurts? Hurts oh, hurts me. Well, where are the other two? Oh. Yeah, Starling Marte. I said this to my buddy Lucas the other night. In his last month, twenty all with the athletics, 20 runs, three homer, 18 RBI, 15 steals. He's hitting 423. Put him in the MVP race. Seriously. Three or yeah, 324 on the year, 64 runs, 32 steals. He's a gold glover out there. I mean, the dude's a stud. What a trade by the athletics. I don't even like Lazardo. That's crazy. I don't know. If they can re-sign him, that'd be huge. Especially with Loriano out for most of the first what sixty games next year. Yeah. Yep. Damn, that fucking hurts. That stinks, doesn't it, pal? Should I shout out Rosarena while we're beating you up? Uh, I think I'm down in the dirt already. He's already rolling around on my stomach. Sixteen homers, two seventy-two. 11 steals uh, hasn't stolen a base in the last month. Unfortunately, the thing about fantasy baseball and Connor, you're better at this than me by a mile is it's all patience. Like if you're not patient, someone could easily get hot the next month. Like they could be cold for a month and a half and then get super hot. And it's like, fuck, I had them. 
and, but like, like with Harper. fantasy football, Bryce Harper with in fantasy football, it's so much easier to be patient because there's only 18 weeks. So you kind of go week by week and like you usually start the same people because you know, who's going to be good with baseball. It's wide open. Like, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a different sport like that. Absolutely. It's, it's day to day, just like hockey is. Yep. That's why it's so great. It, though. You're a good. That's kind of why. Player, Ev. Yeah. But then, but then again, I lost, I probably would have won the league, but then I dropped Varlamov. Like I do it to myself. Yeah. And then Maddie starts Varlamov against me in uh, the semifinal. And then he gets like two shutouts that, that yeah. week. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. It's just all about me not kicking myself. Do we have a Newman anyway. hot take before we get to the draft? Uh, Tatis. So uh, oh, we got right. everything on here. Let's kick off the player draft then. So I'll, I'll outline the rules once again. So the order is going to be Evan, Newman, me, me, Newman, Evan. He'll keep going around in a circle like that. So we're drafting the five tools. There's no order in the tools. So uh, the five tools, speed, throwing, fielding, contact, power, Um Evan, you have the first pick, so you can go whoever you want in whatever category. The goal is to build the best possible player. So mm-hmm. it may not be the best names, but the best possible player. Um, cannot use the same player twice. So if Evan were to take, let's say, Trey Turner speed, Trey Turner is off the board for all five categories. Right. All right. Let's kick it off. Ev? Yeah. So – you kind of just called it with my first pick. I'm going to go speed and I'm going to take Trey Turner. Uh, wow. No one's faster than this guy. Uh, I don't know how many steals he's up to, but it's got to be like at least 25. Uh, it just runs so well. Um, you know, it's just, it's a good baseline to have that. I think throwing fielding power contact are easier to find than speed. 22. So that's part of the reason I'm, I'm going Trey 22 steals. Just, I think his speed is like, Obviously, in MLB, the show, we know it's not real life, but it's 99. Like, the dude yeah. just fucking runs. And, like, when he's on, he's a threat to steal every time. And, and now with the Dodgers, I think he'll, you know, get more opportunities to be on base and, and you know, be running. So Speed's also one of those categories that carries over to the field. It does. Yeah. Certainly. So, Trey Turner, Speed on my team. Uh, I think that's that's a good, good first, first pick. pick. Newman? Yeah, that's tough. He was at the top of my board for Speed. Uh I'm going to go with power. I only have one guy on my my minimal research. So I'm going with Giancarlo Stanton for power. Um, he has the highest average exit velo this year. And last year he had eight of the top ten uh, highest exit velo balls. So I don't think you can go wrong with him. Uh, he's an absolute beast. It's a great pick. Uh, I am going to go I back-to-back here. I'm going to shout out my guy, Starling Marte. I'm going to take his speed. Um Take him in the first round out of respect for the year he's had. Been phenomenal. Again, Evan, thank you. Um, Don't think there's much else to say on that. And now I'm torn here. Um, I think I'm going to go fielding and I'm going to go Matt Chapman. This is a guy that I really wanted to pick. Uh, I think he's the best third baseman in the league. I I get the argument to maybe go outfielder here because – maybe you can make the argument obviously more ground to cover could be a harder position to play um but chapman i don't know if you guys saw that catch he made last night uh unbelievable looking straight up laying out just swipes his glove grabs the ball is fucking nuts um he's also got a cannon of an arm i know that doesn't count in fielding 
Um, but just a great, great third baseman. I love Matt Chapman. It's a great pick. Oh, I'm so back. Newman, to you. Yeah, he was on my list too. You're still on all my players. He was on my list as well, as was Stanton. Uh-huh. Um, I'll go. I'll go to contact next. I'll take Michael Brantley. Um, his K rate is under twelve percent. Oh, my Siri is going off. What the fuck? Uh, his K rate's under twelve percent, and he has a hard hit rate over forty percent. He's the only guy in the league to have those numbers. Uh, love him. Love what he's doing this year, Michael Brantley. That stings because he was at the top of my contact list. I absolutely uh-huh. love the guy. Wow. Um, here we're going to go with throwing and we are going to take Hunter Renfro. Believe he leads Great pick. the league in outfield assists. And if we watched when we all went to the Red Sox game, uh, when he gunned that dude out, I believe at home. Uh, and then I feel like it just happens like once a week. Like this dude will throw someone out. Absolute cannon. Um, and man, what a pickup by Heimblum in the offseason. He's been nothing short of spectacular. Uh, and his outfield and his arm is just as important as his homers. So I'm gonna take Hunter Renfro. And then coming back the other way, um, I'm gonna go with fielding. I'm gonna take my fielder. I'm gonna go Brandon Crawford with the Giants. Uh, this dude really for like years was really known for his glove. He's got a ton of gold gloves. Um, just flashy plays. Just search up Brandon Crawford, you know, defense on YouTube. You'll see just a whole highlight reel, I'm sure. Uh, and now his offense has kind of picked up this year, which is which is great. Absolute fun player to watch. Uh, you know, watching a Brandon Crawford highlight reel, I might do that today. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go Brandon Crawford. Uh, just silky glove. Sick moves. Love him. Good pick. It's a good pick. Um well, now that you guys have both taken speed and a feeling, I guess I can just wait on them. Um, <laughs> so I guess I have to go throwing. I, am I going to get shit on if I take someone who's injured right now? Or can I take no, I guys? have an injured guy that I want to take. All right. Well, Probably I'm going to take an injured guy. I'm taking Loriano, uh, absolute cannon of an arm in the outfield. His nickname is literally Laser Ramon. Uh, he threw a ball <laughs> like 350 feet last year, which was like the furthest ball in the air. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I – I like him a lot. It's a great pick. Sorry, quick Beast. sip of water there. Um, Hydrate. I'm up. I'm going to take Mike Trout. The question is, what category am I taking him in? I have doing <laughs> contact power left. Um, arguably, could take him in all three. The fielding mm-hmm. has uh, declined a bit, but still got a great arm. Uh, but I'm going to take him in contact. Uh, the guy just he hits 300 something every year. Um, there are a lot of good picks here. Um, you could argue Buster Posey could argue Marte already picked him. Uh, Yuli Gurriel wouldn't be a bad pick as well. Um, but I'm going to go Mike Trout. You can't lose picking Mike Trout. And now I'm going to go power. Gotta figure out who I'm going to This will be interesting who you take here. Cause... Yeah, I got to figure out who I'm going to take. This is yeah. tough because like power. Yeah. Home runs. Um, home runs are huge, but like power in general, as Newman pointed out, is exit velo and stuff like that. Um, fuck. If I went exit velo, I'd probably take Gallo. Um, but, man, I I got to take Otani batter. <laughs> man just I said Otani batter. I mean, <laughs> because he's, the, he's also a pitcher. That's what's crazy. 39 home runs. Um, 
he has a chance to get hot and hit 50. Um, I'm going Otani. Fuck. That's wild. That's I have a, a picture dude, of the, my best best batter. The way the uh, way Otani brings the bat up to balls at his head and just smokes them 400 is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll be a keeper for me. No doubt. Has to be. Back to Newman. Oh, did you already do back-to-back? I went Trout and Otani. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, so I have what fielding and speed left. I'll go Kevin Kiermeyer for fielding. I think he's probably the best defensive outfielder in the league. It seems like anytime I watch him, the ball gets hit in the gap and he's just there. Not even a diving play. He just makes it look so effortless. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, love him in the outfield. Yeah, good pick. You just see him. When I think of Kevin Kiermaier, I think of like all those home run robberies that he's had. Um, as well as the gap chase downs. Uh, for me, I have two categories where you both have already picked. So I guess it doesn't really matter. I'll go power. I'll take Pete Alonzo, uh, the polar bear. We see what he's been able to do in the last two home run derbies. Uh, this dude's just got such a power stroke. And and obviously the contact, not really there with Pete. But when he gets a hold of a ball, say like hang breaking ball, fastball up, it's going far if he can connect. And, and we saw that in Colorado this year obviously at the Derby. And then he just hit a, a home run recently that went fucking like 500 feet in the air and came down against Washington. Just, just such a good player. And he, and he just looks like he hits homers. Like you look at the guy, he's fucking huge. So give me Pete Alonso there contact. I had, I actually had Marte in contact, but obviously I can't take him now that you took him for speed column. Obviously yeah. I had Brantley. So I'm going to go Adam Frazier. Uh, just, I've absolutely been so impressed with what Adam Frazier has done this year. Comes out of nowhere, hits like 200 last year. Pirates think about maybe trading him. They bring him back this year, and obviously they traded him now. But when his value is so high because he's hitting like 330 for the whole year, um, I think he had almost like two hits. I'd love to know how many games he had two hits in. Uh, similar with Brantley, just hit, just contact, get get the bat on the ball. Uh, and he's not obviously not hitting home runs, which I think is, is something that Brantley and Frazier have in common. They're just kind of looking to find the gaps. If it's like an outside pitch, take it the other way. Don't really try to do too much with it. And I think that's what makes Brantley and Frazier so good. And with Adam Frazier, it's just been get on base, you know, don't do anything too hard. Just, just find the gaps, find, find the areas. So he's been phenomenal this year, obviously now with the pot, with the Padres. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, quickly to shout out when I was doing my research for Conte, I came across Luis Arias, that twins player. He's faced 2000 pitches in his career and he's only swung a missed at 70, which I thought was really impressive. Uh, That's kind of get impressive. Holy yeah, shit. Kind of insane. And I almost took him, but I figured no one knows who he is. Our fans. That is um, that past. dude real quick. Newman, that dude is nuts. Uh, it's so weird because he hits cleanup for them and he does not ever hit home runs. Um, but like, obviously you bring him up. I mean, you know, 23 for his last 56 for 11, like the dude hits and he's hitting three, three nineteen this year. So, yeah, I believe so he's that's a, a good, you've got to bring up. Yeah, he is. I keep debating to pick him up. Anyway, uh, I have speed as my last attribute and I'm going to take a CT favorite. I'm taking Wait, Tim LaCastro. I'm fucking sorry. I missed some picks here. I was doing research. That's okay. Newman, your fielding pick was? Kiermaier. Okay. Um, Evan, you took? 
Pete Alonzo for power and Adam Frazier for contact. I apologize. All right, Newman, your speed. Yeah, I'm taking Tim LaCastro. Uh, if CT's listening, I hope he's smiling because I know it's one of his his favorite players who also has a 99 speed rating in uh, the show. Uh, he started his career with 29 consecutive stolen bases. It's a record, and his sprint speed is equal to that of Trey Turner. Uh, so I liked him. I like Billy Hamilton, too. That guy seems to fly around the bases, but I, mm. I'll stick with LaCastro. Good pick. Um, that leaves me with throwing. Oh, fuck. There's a couple guys here. Um, Charlie Blackman quietly has uh, 10 outfield assists this year. I thought about taking him, but career-wise, not really numbers there. Um, I think I'm going to go Acuna here. Um, since he's still on the board, I'll use that arm of his. He's got an absolute gun. Um Great fielder all around. Could have taken him for fielding if I wanted to. Honestly, he's that good in the outfield. Um, but I'll take his arm. So that wraps up the player draft. Um, I thought, real quick, Colin, I thought maybe somebody would take JBJ for throwing. Maybe. Not a bad pick as well. I, I didn't thought Judge would come off the board, to be honest. I, I, I actually thought of Judge as well. Yeah, um, I thought about Judge. Um, I, I personally would have said though. JBJ more fielding. Oh, okay. I don't um, really know what the hell the difference is. Yeah. I, well, fielding is just like getting, getting fucking the balls. Out. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So that wraps it up. That's just the rant left, and then we'll get out of here. Um, it is my turn to rant this week. Gum in my mouth. Hopefully, there's not too much spit that builds up. Uh, that's why I've been <laughs> spitting it out while we go here. Um, all right. Stopwatch. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I will preface this. I don't feel super strongly about this. Um, There's not much going on in sports, but I did see this. I saw a headline, uh, Zach Wilson. People in the Jets organization are already unhappy with the pick. Uh, What's what's it been, (laughs) two weeks since he started fucking playing? Um, He's had a bad training camp. Yeah, sure, bad training camp. He's thrown some bad picks. I saw double coverage to end practice the other day. People are already getting antsy in there. They wanted Lancer Fields. Look, this kid is fucking good. All right. He's going to be fine. I, I did say that if there was a bust, it might be him. Um, I won't back down from that take. But I think it is so early to already be saying, oh, we're upset with the pick. We don't like this guy. We wanted someone else. I mean, you took the second pick on him. It couldn't have been just Sala who liked him. There's other people in that organization who have a lot of confidence in the guy. And just in general, I'm so sick of people and mostly the media. I get you need to write something, but stop getting all over rookies so early in their career. It doesn't help you get any better when all you see, I know you're not supposed to read the headlines. All you see, Zach Wilson stinks, fucking Jets are unhappy. (laughs) Uh, Trey Lance is a bust. Justin Fields shouldn't start. He's not ready. Like you gotta, I know you know, things like that, get clicks and shit like that. And that's how the world works these days. But the media just drives me nuts with the rookie hate all the time. It's not just the NFL. It's all over the place. And it happens with stars too. You have two bad weeks and all of a sudden fucking Bryce Harper stinks. Uh, Like, I mean, give the guys a break. It's long seasons. They're professional athletes for a reason. You you got a fucking drives me nuts. I can't stand it. Um, So that's the end of my rant. Give Zach Wilson some fucking time. The Jets aren't going to be good this year, but they will be eventually. 
Fucking rant. That was funny. No, it, I agree. It's dumb to me. I saw a tweet this morning too in preseason. He looked good. He made yeah. some great throws. Yeah. Yeah. He went like six and nine, 63 yards, yeah. like a, a very efficient drive. I think he only played one drive. Yeah. Um, sorry if you can hear the lawnmower. My dad is mowing the lawn. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I'm surprised it wasn't any of those fuckheads from CBS. CBS fucking stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the What's- intro. We, we use CBS music as the intro to the Gridiron <laughs> podcast. Uh, quick plug here. If you haven't seen that, go check out the first episode. It was a lot of fun. Um, some some potential cold takes. Uh, one headline by Evan. Um, not sure if you've seen the Instagram. He's gotten some hate in the DMs. I got some hate in my DMs. Oh, you know what? Why don't we address this real quick? Let's just address this real You got quick. more hate than I did. But before the pod ends, I'll address this real quick. Uh, there's a quote posted about Bradley Beal. I said, no, thanks. I don't see the fit. Uh, I stand by it. I don't see the fit. I get the way this league works. You need superstars to win. You look at big threes, Harden, Kyrie, Durant, um, Curry, Thompson, Durant, when that was a thing, Bosch, AD, AD, Russ, LeBron. Yeah, I get how this league is trending. But to me, the Celtics could build a big three with another star player at a different position that makes a lot more sense for this team. They need a big man badly, very, very badly. I like Rob Will. Rob Will's never going to be a star. I'm sorry. He's a good starter. He's a decent role player. (laughs) He's better suited to come off the bench. He he plays good minutes, but he's not a 40-minute guy a night. He's not going to give you 20 and 15 with a few blocks. Like There are guys out there that can do that. Um, Miles Turner is one that sticks out to me. I would love Miles Turner on this team. Miles Turner isn't going to cost you a max contract. Bradley Beal is a max contract. I don't think Turner would cost a max. No, I think he would. I think Miles he'd be slightly Turner, under no. the max. I, I would say he's a tier above Jarrett Allen, who just got five for 100. I'd say Turner is probably 27-ish. It's a lot. That's not a max, though. It's close. It's close, but a max is like 40 now. I mean, if we were to sign Beal, it would probably be a four-year, $200 million deal. Yeah, but the thing is, you need a guy like Beal instead of a guy like Turner. I'm sorry. You need the star power in this league, Colin. This is how I look at it. You you already have two number one scorers in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They're both capable of being number one scorers. They need to figure out how to do it on a night-to-night basis. But if you bring in Turner, a guy that can protect the interior on defense, can get rebounds on offense when guys miss, because people do miss, and then put the ball back in the hoop. Like, this, this was my argument. You, you've had teams that have been heavy in, in guard, like guards and forwards, very, very good. Isaiah Thomas, Kyrie Irving, Tatum, Brown. And you surround them with these awful big men like Aaron Baines, Daniel Tice. Like, what are we Tristan doing? Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Like, Jared Sullinger at the end of IT's run, Sullinger was still here. Like, guys, what are you doing? What are you fucking doing? You can't win in the NBA without somebody in the middle. The paint is where all the points are scored. Well, if you can't defend it, you can't win. You'll never win a championship well, if you can't defend the paint. 
Well, Al Horford is a phenomenal defensive center. He spreads the floor and can shoot the three. I don't think you need anybody else besides Al Horford and Robert Williams. I like Al Horford, but, like, when this year's over, like, no. Al Horford's not coming back, not at that price anyways. And he's not – he can't play 40 minutes a night anymore. He's a bench player. He's an old Al, guy. Like Al Horford is getting to the point where he doesn't need a lot of money to play. For I get team. that. I get that, and I'd love to bring him back on, like, a vet minimum to come off the bench. <laughs> but I haven't even finished, dude. You bring in – if you get Turner, you probably don't have to pay him a max, and that leaves other money to be spent elsewhere. Um, I'll shout out Connor Shot. I don't know if he listens to this pod or not, but he said Marcus Smart would be capable of becoming that facilitator if he didn't have to become the third scoring option. I don't think Marcus Smart can be a third scoring option. He's never been great offensively. He played point guard at OKSU. I'd love for him to become the facilitator on this offense. Uh, I know Pritchard has had a great summer. He could potentially become the facilitator. Just put up 92 points in a pro-am. Um, that's nuts. But yeah. if you bring in Turner, that leaves money to be spent on a point guard. Like You could have still afford, uh, afforded Lonzo Ball had the money all worked out this year. I know we couldn't have afforded him this year. But next year, there's room for a max. So if you don't sign Turner to the max, you can spend money elsewhere. And and I think a complete team with two stars is better than – yeah, one second, Evan. Better than three guys and nobody else around them. The case I make against that is that you see what the Lakers have done when you get a guy like Russell Westbrook in there with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. See what they've done. They haven't, people, done, they haven't played people, a game yet. People like Hendrick Nunn um, – I know Victor Oladipo was maybe interested in signing a minimum there. Um, all these people taking massive discounts to join their team. If the Celtics get Tatum, Brown, Beal, people are going to be taking much less money to want to go to Boston. And that's the thing. You want to make Boston a free agent destination, which is why get the star power. If you get Beal in there, you know Beal, Tatum, Brown all have big connections. They're going to be on the phone trying to recruit people. Take less money to join us. And I think that's what the NBA is today. And I think you're naive to not think that. No, I, I get that's what it is. And that I said this to Connor as well. I get that's how the NBA works. And I wish it wasn't. I don't like that. I don't like building a super team. I personally don't respect that at all. I think that there's supposed to be parity within professional sports. There's supposed to be good teams and bad teams. I understand that. But parity is defeated when you have teams that are unbeatable like the Golden State Warriors who won 71 regular season games and the Lakers this year, if all three of those guys stay healthy, they're going to be unbeatable. The Nets, when all three of those guys are healthy, unbeatable, but there's also other ways to do it. You look at the Milwaukee Bucks. Like I would argue, yeah, Chris Middleton's a star. I think true holiday is on the cusp of being a star, but he's probably towards the end of his prime. Giannis is the only superstar on that team and they won a championship with guys like Brooke Lopez and Dante DiVincenzo. I know he was hurt this year, but Bobby Portis, like you can win a championship with role players. And I think the Celtics are kind of set on scores. Like we don't need another guy to score 30 points a night. We need guys to do other things like rebound and, and pass to those scores and, and create opportunities. I, I think there are other ways to win a championship. Obviously, Evan, I see the argument. I, I recognize that argument. No, I don't. I get it, but th that's not the only recipe to success. The Bucs only won a title this year because Kyrie was hurt. 
They would have lost that series. You never know. Drew Holiday is an elite defender. Yeah. He could have locked him up easily. I don't know. They went seven I'm, and okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I see what you're saying, but it can be done is what I'm saying. You don't have to have three max contracts to be successful. I'm with Scully here. I like the argument. Thank you, Newman. That's all I wanted to say. Um, shout out to those who, who interacted on the Bradley Beal take. We love the interaction. Um, but yeah, I think there's an argument to be had against it as well. Not that I wouldn't love him. Like I wasn't saying no, that. I obviously the quote makes it seem like I didn't want him. And that was kind of the point is to stir mm-hmm. up some, some discussion. Um, yeah. But I'd love Bradley Beal. He's a phenomenal player, but I'd also love him to go another way. I think that as long as they do something next summer, I think we'll yeah. all be happy. Yep. Absolutely. Agreed. I'm so sick of them being pretenders on wanting to actually win a championship. Like they make well, all these well, Danny is gone now. Yeah. I hope Brad can do something. We'll see. I mean, he knows what this team needs more than anything. Maybe I'm wrong entirely. Maybe he thinks that we need another score and, and the other stuff will come naturally. Who knows? But th- real quick before we wrap, there were times this year when one of them was out, which happened, that team couldn't score. Yeah, but – Because when, when one of them was in, they – I mean, Brown or Tatum, if they didn't have the other one in the game, they would struggle to score. Look look at this. Look at it this way. I don't even think those guys have reached their full potential yet in terms of being a scorer. Like, they, they have other doors to unlock, other facets of the game to improve. Um, I think both of them could probably improve from three-point range in terms of consistency. You look at the young guys that we've compiled over the years. Langford, I hope, takes a step forward. I know Naismith has had a great summer league. Hopefully he takes a step forward and provides three-point shooting off the bench. Pritchard, obviously, we touched upon him. He could take a step forward. I expect Rob Will to benefit from Al Horford. Um, So there are young guys on this team that I think could pick up the load. And, you know, we hate on Ainge, specifically me, hate on Ainge for never making a move with all those picks they spent on those guys. But now that we have them, we might as well use them to our benefit. I think if we can develop them right, then we kind of have a great little core of depth to to work with here. And it's like, why, I don't know, why, why trade all those guys for one star when you could keep all those guys and get two really good players to, to complement all that? I agree. It's a fair point. And I think honestly, when you're talking about the team, I honestly, I keep thinking about the Phoenix Suns. Like they have scores, but you look what Aiton brings to that team. I'm not saying we'd get a like, exactly. Aiton level player, but someone but who fills Carter that role. Could be that. Yeah. You see how much he opens the bonus the could be Booker. that. Yeah, exactly. Like you look That's at like true. a guy like Bridges, like he's, he's an athletic freak. He plays great defense, but you never expect him to put up 30. He'll give you 15 a night. That's all you need. Like, that's all we would need from, from Aaron Naismith, 15 a night, 10 a night from Langford. Like you just get small contributions. And if you can count on those contributions night in and night out, which I hope the Celtics can, that's a huge issue. As you guys pointed out, the, the lack of consistency in scoring when Tatum and Brown aren't on the floor, you need guys that can score the ball and, 
Ainge obviously saw something in these guys enough to keep those picks and take them rather than trade them for a star. And I, I hope it works out. We can't undo the past and they really haven't. I would say the value of the picks is more than the value of these guys now because they haven't proven anything. So we can't really, they're depreciating assets until they improve. So mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe, 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 you know, Naismith and Langford have huge years this year. And it's like, all right, well, maybe now they are worth flipping because if we can go out and get that guy like Bradley Beal, who knows? I don't know. Real quick though, you brought up the Suns, and obviously the Suns were fantastic through the first three rounds, but we saw, and this is something the Celtics lack a facilitator. And we saw when Chris Paul really slowed down in the finals, the rest of the team really suffered with between Aiton and Booker. Like, it just huge. wasn't good. It is huge. You need a facilitator. I think the Bulls are, like, sneaky good this year. I I, I don't want to say it as a guarantee, but I would go out and feel mm-hmm. comfortable saying they're a top six East team, maybe even top five, if one of the top six in my mind has a bad year. Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. There's your top three. Probably Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Boston, and then for me, it's New York or Chicago at six. Yeah. Miami, like, too. Yeah, I like Miami as well. It's, it's going to be a good East. The East used to be the, the lesser of the two. I think now it's the better of the two. Probably, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a fun year in the East if you're a basketball fan, which I'm not. <laughs> Neither are we. That's okay. All right. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you boys would like to say? Evan, would you like to defend the Cowboys or shall you wait to gridiron? Um, well, I feel like I don't have to defend myself yet. That's fine. I feel like everything I said it has the potential to be correct. Um, again, maybe I gave them one too many wins, but I'll go all, all chips in there. Um, although, okay. you know, when I say something, someone should go like bet the opposite someone go say they'll go three and 14 it'll probably be more likely to happen <laughs> i uh, there's one other thing real quick before we finish i saw this tweet it was the, the cowboys it was like don't panic no reason to panic dak prescott's having an mri it's like this is the weirdest tweet of all time like if you don't want people to panic don't tweet it or don't say don't panic because it just makes people panic yeah <laughs> but then again it's it's like the stupid media for clicks like cbs is like oh my god panic time oh my god this is a huge deal it's like dude shut the fuck up they just said one tweet it's just bullshit i fucking hate cbs i hate the pick six pod no offense they, like their account posts some stupid shit um it's just like stop like stop being fucking annoying like, <laughs> stop making shit up. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah, it drives me nuts. Everyone does it. Here oh, at Combos, Combos, you get the real shit, baby. <laughs> baby. Fuck, baby. Fuck. Although someone on White Claw picks... Gabe, our favorite TikToker. <laughs> Gabe, Although if you ever someone... want to come on, dude. <laughs> it's Sunday, baby. Come on, Gabe. We can do some fuck babies. Fuck. Woo. We can do that if you want to. <laughs> I can't remember Ooh. what I was going to say. You started talking about White Claw Gabe. And I started laughing and I can't Ooh. remember. 
Fight night, baby. Fight night, baby. Dana White, baby. I want to go to the Conor McGregor fight, baby. Fuck. Woo. <laughs> this is dragged on so long. <laughs> yeah, I think we got to cut it. All right, let's wrap it. Good pod, right. boys. A quarter away to 100. We should uh, revisit this when we get to 100. Yeah, we will. Yes, sir. Maybe for 100, we'll do like a, you know, 15 minutes of us, and then we'll post like best clips. Mm-hmm. Sure. Something like that. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Or we'll make it a bonus episode or some shit. Yeah. All right. Good pod, boys. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Later. Put your tears away. Ain't no fear today. You can drive off towards that summertime sunset. But you ain't done yet Take the keys, leave the regrets Write your letters, place your bets I'll be the one who accepts